You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. This sucked. <laughs> what is up? What up, people? That is an awesome intro, John. All right, people. We're going to do this. Let's get it over with. This sucked. Okay. All right. It's it's a Celtics wow. post game. This <laughs> Coming thing- up firing. It's the Celtics post game show, and this was so depressing. Almost like two minutes in, and we all know what happened here, and we're going to talk about it. <clears throat> if I if I talk first, I'm going to go on too long. I'm going to empty every barrel, and then there'll be nothing left. So I'm right. going to instead. We're just going to say this: it was a gut check game. You wanted to see how they measured up against a good team. Two terrible things happened, which is Evan Fournier entered the COVID protocols, and that was obviously a gut punch to start. And then Rob Williams basically took himself out of the game with a bunch of undisciplined fouls. He fouled out in like eight minutes. So you basically played down two of your better players for the entire game. So it's really hard to measure up here. But at the end of the day, Rob Williams has to figure out how to not foul out in 10 minutes against the Sixers and Joel Embiid. So once around the horn, Sherrod Blakely, uh, A. Sherrod Blakely from uh, Bleacher, Bleacher Report, uh, did I say Bleacher Report? Yeah. Did I mean Bleacher Report? That's that's one of that's one of one of my peeps. One of my teams. yeah. Bleacher Report, Boston Sports Journal, formerly of course NBC Sports Boston, longtime coverage. Uh, you know, uh, beat writer for the Boston Celtics, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning, Josue Pavone's at the Garden. He'll be joining us in a little bit. And before we get started, I have to mention this. This is our sponsor. New sponsor. New sponsor. It is a money fall. Yeah. <laughs> Join our locker room. You don't want to you don't want to be in the Celtics locker room right now, but you want to be in our locker room. Yeah. So it's locker room. <clears throat> the it's you download an app. We're gonna tell more of you. We're gonna we're gonna say this a few times throughout the show, but here's what's gonna happen. Uh, we're gonna do a full show. We're gonna do it like we always do. We're gonna uh, take your comments, we're gonna listen. But as the show is winding down, Sherrod and I and then the other guys as well are gonna head over to locker room uh, where we need you to do the same thing. You need to join. Uh, you need to download the locker room app anywhere you have on, on any iOS app store or go to joinlockerroom.com. Uh, you know, download the app, uh, link it to your Twitter, hop on. and what we're gonna do is we're gonna chat. it's a, it's free. 
It's audio only, and it's basically an open chat room where we're going to continue talking about the game, but we're also going to invite you guys on, and we want to hear your comments. We see you in the comments. We see you in the chats all game long. We want you guys to join us. We actually want to hear your voices here, okay? So this is what happens. Uh, we're going to move always. Yeah. It's, like, uh, it's like the old show. Where we we're on a, we're on a strict one-strike policy with some of these commenters, though. I mean, really, like if you guys... If you guys go off the rails on us, you're getting muted immediately. Yeah, well, we'll Fire Brad! Relax, Jimmy. Relax. Put your big boy pants on and get ready to go to war. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I can't deal with some of the with some of these some of these commenters. I can already. Well, tell you get hit hard in there, Jimmy. But as I said, yeah. well, you, you guys can come at us. I mean, we it's our choice whether to I'm put kidding, you on yeah, again. Bring, or, bring it, yeah. Our Absolutely. choice whether to put you on again or not. But we get to hear from you guys. Yeah. Um So it'll be fun. By all means, do that again. Uh, yes, it is like Clubhouse, but it's locker room. It's better. Download it's like it. Clubhouse, but no dorks and nerds allowed. It's just sports jocks only. Jimmy, yeah. stop your bitching. My yeah. God, no, you're gonna no, you're gonna no, alienate everybody. Even, you no, we're not even over there yet. No, it's better than it's better than Clubhouse. Clubhouse is for all the dorks. Jimmy's you know, gonna be like the bouncer at the we're door. We're chilling in the locker room. So yeah, I know, right? Bring as, it in the locker room. As we said, look, it's locker room. This is like the after party, and only the cool kids are invited exactly. to the after party. What happens okay? in the locker room. It's locker room talk. You know. And oh no, it's talk. not locker room talk. It's locker room <laughs> talk. It stays in the locker room. So. And we I don't want anyone screen sharing, screen recording what goes on in the locker room. We've invited all of you cool kids into the post game show locker room so join us there um download it now we got we got a long show ahead right. so get it ready get it queued up and then we'll be over there later yeah so all right let's get into it and again uh you know again let's go back to the intro this sucked so many different ways sharad we'll start with you well first of all joel Embiid is just having an absolute MVP beast mode type season. Uh, they had no answer for him. And you know what? We're, we're, we're going to talk about Rob Williams and how he got into foul trouble and just basically kind of played his way off the court. But he was due to have a night like this. And I and I know this was a litmus test going against Embiid and all that. But when you look at his body of work since he's been in a starting lineup, he's had more good games than bad ones. But I'm disappointed that he didn't compete a little bit harder. Uh, didn't give himself a chance to really go at Joel Embiid. But from the very outset, you could just tell that this was not going to be his night. I mean, Joel, his first shot, I think, was a face-up jumper. Uh, then he had another shot where he had a nice little hook shot over Rob. He was setting the tone for the kind of game that he would eventually have. And Rob, he's just got to learn from this and get better. Um, but, again, I'm, I'm not going to crap on Rob that much because, again, it's not like he was going up against a buster. He's going up against a guy who's arguably one of the top three, top four players in the NBA this year, and he got outplayed. That's and it's supposed to happen. That that's how this is kind of supposed to work. But it wasn't he the outplayed. Didn't, he didn't play. It was the discipline. Yeah. This was our number one key to the game when we talked about when we set up what's gonna you know the the this matchup. And this is before we knew Fournier was out, obviously. So we thought you know this was a big test because you could see what a full lineup would look like. But the number one key to the game by far was Rob Williams has to just let Embiid get his, recognize he's gonna score thirty five points. And so be it. But he had to stay in the game because his value it th on the on the offensive side and just being on the court versus the replacement level players that would come in behind him was a big deal. And that's what ends up happening is he took himself out of the game. You're much better. Just think about it. You're much better off just being a statue. 
Just stand there, let them get his shots up, and if they go, they go. You're no better fouling. You're just putting him at the line, and that's what he does. So that's what killed him. He just needed discipline, especially that third foul on Cormaz there on the up fake. On the yeah. You've already got two that's big going. One. That was a, a bad, bad one. one. And then the other, and then the sixth foul was a terrible one. So again, we got to be better than that. That sixth foul was frustration. I mean, he was ready to get the hell off the court. He yeah. he had picked up the fifth one shortly Five before and that. Six. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, he he knew that, you know what? I just don't have it tonight. Let me get the hell off the court and just call it a night. He just he just wasn't very good. But again, I'm hoping that this is this is something that we're going to look back on in like a, you know five ten games and think back to maybe this was one of those light bulb moments where he feel realizes that his value to this team is so much greater than I think he fully understands. Uh, I, I still think he's he's. I just want to help Tatum out. I just want to help Jalen out. I just want to be a helper to them when in fact they need him to be more than a helper uh, because he has that kind of upside. He has that kind of potential, and this was his first real opportunity to showcase that against an elite player at his position and he didn't get it done. Uh, so hopefully this is something that Rob can learn from and grow from and be better next time out. But he wasn't very good tonight at all, even in the minutes when he was on the court and he wasn't in foul trouble. He wasn't very good. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the kind of stuff that Brad Stevens was tough on him for. I mean, it, for all the hype and all the credit and stuff we've given to Rob Williams this year, and he does deserve it. All the strides that Sherrod mentioned there. There are downsides to his game, and there are things that he needs to work on and improve on and make it difficult for him to play in certain spots. There have been games, not only this year, but of course last year as well, where you know he's just completely out of the action, mentally, positionally, all these different things. And I know the matchup was difficult tonight, but that's what the Celtics were getting themselves into when they thrust him up into that starting position. And cleared out all the depth behind him essentially by trading Daniel Tice. So tonight when he went out of the game and took himself out of the game, they didn't have the personnel Bobby. to make it up behind them. And you Bobby. know what? This was a winnable game. Philly did not play all that well for about two and a half quarters. They did defensively, but Bobby, this feels like the type this feels like the 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 anti-Rob rant you've wanted to go on for like yeah. 35 <laughs> games. <laughs> yes. That like did you it write just, this just, one out like you a just, couple months back? You just <laughs> no, the You literally was like, you, it's, he wrote an acceptance speech before he got the award, and he's been holding his hat and folded in his pocket for about 25 <laughs> games. Ready. Didn't expect to win tonight. Ready, but... ready to, oh, wow. Rob did not put Daniel Tice highlighted. I got to mention Daniel Tice. I didn't mention Daniel yeah. Tice. Yes, you did. <laughs> you just did. I was going to mention him more. I'll actually, roll it back. You were is... so fired up. You forgot you mentioned Tice. Yeah. yeah he's like, I just want I just want to thank Daniel and Tristan well, no, but that... and all of the bigs who got us here. <laughs> But when, I, when, I, when I say this stuff, though, it's, it, so many people thought Brad should have been out the door because he didn't thrust uh, Rob up to that starting position like a week after his first amazing game this year. And some people who love him overlook some of the deficiencies and some of the things he needs to work on in his game that were on display tonight. They got highlighted to the maximum by an MVP caliber player, but this stuff has happened in other games as well. He needs to be able to contest shots and play centers who can face up on him. And when Embiid put it in that you know position, he couldn't he couldn't get up on the shot attempts. He couldn't you know keep him off the you know glass inside. The Dwight Howard one especially too when Dwight was rotating in the game and they try to stagger his minutes against Dwight since it wasn't going all that well in Embiid. Dwight was just crashing right through him to the glass. It was an awful game. 
And again, like some of the deficiencies have worked and, you know, his great offensive game has hidden some of the defensive stuff. But again, He's less ready than I think some people have emphasized. But you know, oh, but here's, oh, here's the thing, Bobby. Oh Bobby, my God, hold on. Back, Look, we're we're spending a lot back. of time talking about Rob, but but let, let's be real though. They lost this game because they they had absolutely no poise with the damn ball. They gave up 21 points exactly. off of turnovers, and it was a season high for them. I mean, Rob did not play a great game, and he was a big part of what went wrong. But the turnovers were an even bigger problem for these yeah, guys. And you and you can't do that against a team that has the kind of offensive weapons that fill You can't keep giving them more and more opportunities to get buckets. And right. the Celtics, that final score was so damn misleading. The game was not even remotely close to what that final ever, score was. Ever, ever, mm-hmm. at any point and, in time. Just wait, you're in through the Josue, first quarter, Josue, give us now. Nah, it, it never felt that way. Josue, give us the vibe. You were you were oh. at the game. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Celtics fans. You want to know the vibe? Um, there was a there was a small MVP chant for Joel Embiid. Oh, oh no. Yes. No. A little bit. A little bit. A little <laughs> no. bit. Yep. Sixers fans got into the building tonight, Sixers or was fans it Celtics fans them. just turning on the team? <laughs> oh no, no, it was Sixers fans. But you know, when when is that many people in here? They can yeah. take over with their voices. They're a little, you know. Let's right. They're not here anymore, right? A little obnoxious, right? They're a little obnoxious. So. You can say it. They got, they got that. They had that going for a little well, he bit. He deserves it. I, I think he should win it this year. I know. No, it's just, it's no. all. It's what Bobby wants more than anything for Christmas. Nah, you, yeah. You, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I still like Joker. Number three. I've got him I, number three. I, st- I, st- I still like Joker. It, yeah, I mean, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to go against Joker and even Lillard, but. But I think Embiid's had an unreal season. If he didn't go down with injury for a, a little bit stretch there, I, I think he's firmly in, in the conversation. So I agree there. But you guys hit on all the main points. Rob obviously was outclassed tonight, couldn't hang with Embiid at any point in the game. But just the interior play as a whole, I mean, that's a huge red flag if you're, if you're a Celtics fan or if you're the Celtics because it's not going to get any easier in the playoffs. And, you know, you might ha- – Fingers crossed Tristan Thompson returns to the team sometime this year. I don't know what's going on there, but if you do, we've sent, we already saw him overmatched by a guy like Embiid. I mean, obviously everybody is, but it was a problem last year with this team. It looks like it's another problem this year with this team. It looks like it might even be their downfall. I mean, Embiid went to the line, what, 20, 20, 20 something times? 20 exactly, 16 20 to 20. Exactly. I mean, that yeah. is unbelievable. No, nobody can just – nobody can – you know, put a body on a guy. They like don't that. need to give him as many fouls as they give him. Every time he goes so, up, he gets every ticky tack. gets every call. You as a bigs can't get those many calls. He averages nearly twelve a game. But by nature, they're constantly banging. When you initiate yeah. as much contact as Joel Embiid does, you can't give him the call every time yeah. he touches someone. Especially uh, that double team when he when he spins through it, he gets it every you've single got time. Guys, he just I've has never, to get contact with one of those you guys. You have guys like this. Basically saying, I, my only goal is to not foul them, and they'll still blow the whistle. It's freaking insane. There's at least four of those a game, four or five of those. So again, twenty times it's fine. Like LeBron treatment. Almost. Yeah, it, it's it's insane. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if I can give a pass to, to Robert Williams for getting himself fouled out. I mean, Bobby, it's listen, not you a pass. About, he failed you, the test. No, 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 no. I know. I was just thinking about what Bobby said earlier about you know oh, we've seen him do this before, but it's been a while. It's been a while. I thought I thought we were past this, and I didn't expect him to dominate. Joel Embiid, but I, I expected him to keep himself in the game. I mean, right before before this game, we talked about that was going into this one. I'm like, if Rob gets in foul trouble, that's not going to be good. And then Brad puts you back in in the end of that first, and you pick up another one. I, I can't fault on I can't fault Brad on that one. Do you guys fault Brad? No, Rob. There's nothing he can no do. Discipline. 
You I, have to play somebody. I mean, are you going to do Cormette for 30 minutes? I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are we talking about? You, you got a guy like Rob. Everyone's been pumping him to play. Everyone's waiting for a matchup against a, you know elite, elite big in this league. At some point, he's going to have to prove that he can at least roll with these guys. He doesn't have to win the win the matchup. He's got to stay in the game. He has to stay in the game. That's all he had to do. He has to put a body on him. He has to make it at least a little bit difficult for him a little bit. I mean, cripes, can we at least try to make it? He was out of the game six minutes in the night. You know who played better than right after halftime. You know who played better than Rob tonight? Romeo. Taco, your boy. It's your boy, say, Taco. Say his name, Taco Fall. Thank Taco you Taco Tuesday. Taco he played yeah. better than Rob tonight. Say his name. <laughs> he say played it. better. Say played, his name. You guys can't I, talk about it. Say it. Taco. Taco. You guys I, can't talk about him unless there's an apology cam over your heads. But he played better, better than Rob tonight. Proving Honestly, even that he is a, can be effective in small spurts. Man, certain situations, yeah. <laughs> when Cornette's out, when Tice is gone. And that was talking uh, to him. And, 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 and the Celtics are down by 18. Great. He was plus right. one tonight. Taco was a plus one tonight. Thank you very much. If the, yeah, so if Stevens knew Rob was going to pick up two fouls every two minutes, the, the, the slogan you might have staggered Taco in a little bit. When all else fails, Taco. You know? Grant, it's Taco Grant time. Look, Keep the fans looked, in the seats. Grant looked decent in the beginning, and then he disappeared. I don't know what happened there. Grant. Well, yeah, I, I can tell you what happened. Grant's career happened. <laughs> oh, man. He's not Sully, man. Don't call him Sully. No, I'm not. I'm not. Sully was productive for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) Sully was was a double double machine. He was a low key double double. Well, Sully was productive for a little while. Well, he gets you nine, right? He gets you eight or nine boards. Sully Sully took himself out of the league. I mean, he he probably could have lasted a little bit longer. Let me ask Sherrod a quick question. Grant's still in the league. Tell me something good. It was there anything to be drawn from this? Because again, up and down the there's a bunch of perplexing things. Like Tatum didn't play a great game. Uh, obviously, you know, you know, Kemba another poor shooting performance. Jalen Brown seemed to be the only one who had anything going, but he had five field goal attempts only at the after at the end of the third quarter. He ended up with ten. He was four of five, five field goal attempts. He's doing what? that Jalen thing, man. I'm telling you. What was going on there? What's the Jalen thing now? The Jalen thing is he, he goes in, he's got blinders on, he's taking four, four or five shots in a row, and he's like, all right, man, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in later when you guys want to you know, give me the ball again. It's just He's yeah. done this so many times throughout the course of the season. It was weird, right? I, 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 I kept seeing a lot of commenters like – He's like, I'm going to check with, out. Yeah, what's like what's up with Jalen, man? It was weird. He checks out. See, here's my issue with that, though. Here's my issue with the whole checkout thing. I don't think he checks or are they not out. I think that the someone's not checking him in and yeah. locking him mm. in when he has it rolling. You could be onto something. Is issue. That's why I'm wondering: yeah. is was this a case of something. them just like forgetting about him? It's it, or yeah. it's weird. Yeah, I think that I think that happens to them a lot because I, I for whatever reason they seem to have a couple of things at work and then they want to diversify their the process and go with something that doesn't really work yeah. and they don't get like. And, and I, I'm going to harp on this. And, and actually, on, on the A-List podcast, we had Leon Poe on, and we talked about this. Hey, he's got some he's got some ideas guys. on what he thinks they need to do to get better. But one of the things I, I talk about all the time is paint touches. I don't think you need to shoot in a paint, but you need to get the ball there to force that defense to actually move just a little floor. bit. And and they don't do enough of that. That, for yeah. me, is, it's, it's the most maddening thing because they're so good. 
when they're when they have the ball spread from one side to the other, when they're getting it down low, kicking it out, or right. if the defense doesn't react to them when they when they get the ball on a block, try to make a play, force Joel Embiid to play some defense at the rim. If mm. you're if you're like Grant Williams, if you're Robert Williams, if you're one of the bigs, but don't just dribble, 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 get it over half court, raise up. Right. Yeah, yeah. and that's what, that's, that's what, what, what Al, Al used to do, right, Sherrod? That's what Al Horford used to do. He used to make him get out the paint. He used to make him uncomfortable. No, and, and, and that's what Rob's been doing this year. The last yeah. two weeks, he gets it in the paint, makes a quick decision from there. He's not a threat to you know post up and score from that position, but the ball moves in, they collapse a little bit, and he finds an open shooter. And you can't understate Evan Fournier's absence either when it comes to yeah. you know, moving can't. the ball inside, out, being a reliable guy off the catch. They were missing two vital pieces between You Rob can't, and but Fournier honestly, tonight. this was this was a 15 this was a comfortably a 15 point game evan fournier is not 15 points above replacement so again no but it's they, about the flow of the offense the way it it's is working. and that's why actually i think from rob the, while everyone can be disappointed in the performance the biggest issue and we were texting about this earlier and this is my belief is not that he played poorly it's that he wasn't available to do the things he does well in the game but by by fouling so much he never got to be rob williams he didn't impact the game in any way he was basically just out there committing fouls and then leaving the game he never really got into any flow so you couldn't benefit from any of the things he does for you on offense and again the offensive flow absolutely suffered as a result of it because rob was never a part of the game Facts. and that makes mm -hmm. me sad and that makes me sad um, yeah, we can tell. I, I can see it yeah. in your eyes. Uh, before we move on again, I have to tell people now we're kind of like, you know, rolling along in the show. And again, our, our sponsor here uh, is uh, uh, Locker Room, okay? For people who are not familiar with the uh, Locker Room app or Locker Room technology, it is, uh, it's a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You get to talk to <clears throat> me if that interests you. I can't see why, but there's <laughs> other people. There's Sherrod Blakely, that's a good get, right? Great selling uh, point, John. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you would, but. <laughs> They're all deleting the app now. Thank you. Jimmy Descott, <laughs> Jimmy, Bobby, Joe Sway. We're going to have a host of guests. We're going to have. I, uh, is, is Smart showing up? Well, you're gonna have Kendrick. We're gonna we're gonna have Perk at some point. We're gonna have some some good guests coming. We might get they, Pierce on now that he's a free agent. Who knows? Paul Pierce oh, is. We might get we might get Paul and his single vibes. Yes, put, absolutely. <laughs> we've put hey, you can join us. You can join our vibes, Joseph. But I gotta Gerard, tell I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here I, for all of it. Yeah, I gotta tell everybody. So uh, it's free. Uh, and like I said, an audio only is social media platform, and all you guys have to do. And again, this part is easy. You go and you download it, okay? Any iOS platform, go to joinlockerroom.com if you want to uh, and download it. Immediately link up your Twitter. You'll be notified anytime anybody you follow goes live. Follow everybody here, Asherod Blakely, Jimmy Toscano, uh, myself, Josue Pavone, Bobby Manning. When we do go live, you will be notified and then you can join the chat. Now, the cool part is you actually get to talk to us. So that means that all of my bad takes you get to stuff them mm -hmm. back in my face, okay? You get to That's join right. here, and you get you get to tell me, bang, John Zanis. No. Write them down, do you guys. Know? Write them down, guys. Write them down. Okay, write them down. Yeah. Do the Bobby Manning thing. <laughs> Crinkle it up, put it in your pocket, <laughs> and get ready to shove that Rob Williams speech down here. I will let you, okay? I, we will invite you on. We. I, what I will urge you guys, when you do sign up, if you haven't signed up already, sign up with the screen names you're using here in the chat so we know who you are. We're so... We're so used to so many We're of you guys, yeah, and we recognize true. you, and it will really help us because we'll know who you're, who you are. And 
do it. Like, do it now. We're here for a bit, but absolutely, go sign up. Then we're, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to leave here with a few minutes to go, and we're going to invite you over to the locker room, and then we're going to actually talk with you guys. We're going to continue the conversation, welcome you on, uh, and like I said, we're going to chat tonight. Sherrod and I are going to go first. Come join us. Give us shit. Join the chat. We will absolutely put you guys on and, and hear from a bunch of you. We're not going to be able to get everyone all at Vent once. about the team. Yeah. Yeah. I'll exactly. probably hop in the chat, too. Who knows? I'll hop in that chat. Yeah, exactly. Start things Every up. And everyone's going to trickle in, so please sign up. Uh, continuing on with the game, uh, last year I know there was a big thing that people, uh, Philly fans, absolutely loved. If there's any Philly fans in the chat, I'm, I'm sure you're going to want to uh, pump this up right now. But it was a, if Ben Simmons played, he could have shut down Tatum. Okay? And that was their big thing, right? Yep. Well, mm -hmm. Ben Simmons played, and he did play on Jason Tatum, and it didn't look like Jason Tatum was having a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, that was exactly. But you know what? I mean, we're talking what game, what, 50, 51, whatever it is at this point in the season. I don't really care what Ben Simmons does against him now. It's irrelevant. It's yeah. all about the playoffs. Well, uh, I mean, Jalen toasted him last time. But, but anyway, but yeah, go ahead. Right. It, it, right. To me, it, yeah, I mean, I, I, when I look at how the Celtics, you know, fare against Philadelphia and, and teams like that, uh, I'm not as consumed by – one individual outperforming another. I'm looking at, is there a flow to their team? Are there things, like, the, what scared me about Philadelphia is not only was Embiid getting to a line a hell of a lot of times, but their guys like Curry and freaking Matisse Thibault knocked down a three. When those guys are making three-point shots, that scares the crap out of me. It's not a, It's not about, like, what Ben – Ben's going to play good defense regardless of who he's matched up with. But when those guys start knocking down threes and you know you're going to get a ton of free throws from Embiid around the basket because the Celtics have no one that can guard him. Even, even when Rob Williams is, I think, at, like, peak of his game, Rob Williams, Embiid's still going to get, like, 20 and 12. And that's and that, would, and that would be limiting him to 20 and 12. So – I'm, the, what bothered, what scared me about this game was just how easily Philadelphia pretty much got whatever they wanted to offensively. Uh, and that for a team that has struggled in that particular phase of play when they played the Celtics in the playoffs, getting buckets, that's what makes me really nervous about seeing them come postseason. The yeah, thing they have, is, they have everything. Yeah, the, the thing, the reason why I was a little disappointed, in, and I know it's just a regular season, but you're looking for signs with this team, right? I mean, everyone's come, everyone's high on them after, you know, they blow out the Rockets and, you know, whoever else, you know, teams that don't really have any business in the playoffs and everyone's saying, oh, okay, they look good. And I understand Fournier was out tonight, but how many games has the Celtics won this year that they shouldn't have won? Like, not that many. Not I mean, many. Maybe, maybe, maybe a couple, like one or two against the Bucs. Milwaukee recently, Milwaukee, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay. The Tatum bank shot. Over yeah, Milwaukee. game yeah. one of the season, and then you beat Milwaukee after you lost to them, and then I didn't they beat Denver. Um, they beat the Clippers twice. Clippers, right? So there's a couple, and that's fine. But I, more more than not, they're not really stepping up to the plate, at least in my opinion. And this would have been a great again. This wasn't a game where you know you're down Fournier, and I understand them losing this game, but they really lost this game. This this wasn't a close game. I know they lost by ten, but it was closer to twenty, and I think we all agree that it, this was a blowout mm -hmm. loss for them. And that's why I would have liked to see Tatum sort of show out a little bit and maybe, you know, maybe carry the team a little bit more or Jalen Brown. Because you, you, look at, you look at these two teams tonight, there was one superstar on the court tonight, and that was Joel Embiid and, and everybody else. There was, there was nobody even remotely close to, you know, his stardom tonight. And, and unfortunately, that's kind of been the, the theme with the Celtics, where 
you know, their stars, you know, Tatum and Brown and Kemba and whoever else, they kind of don't really shine. Shrunk to the challenge. Yeah, exactly. And that's right. kind of been the theme this season. And that's why so many fans are, are you know, so frustrated with, with this team. And that's why they feel like they don't, you know, show the energy or they don't show the fight or they don't show the togetherness and they don't play for each other. That, yeah. Tonight was a perfect example of that. Well, no, this was it. Yeah, it was ahead, like Bob. twelve. It was like twelve to fifteen throughout the game. So my general feeling throughout was if they could put a run together, but they'd they be back in it. They never did. But it and, felt and they like never they did. never could. It felt like not only they yeah. didn't. It felt impossible, right? It just yeah. didn't look. It didn't. At any point in this game, were you like, "Yeah, here we go." Here you we know, go. It just, right. It, it, yeah, I didn't feel it. No. Now let's, because you let's, got to. Yeah, go ahead, Bobby. You first. I was going to say, let's be real. Like Sherrod said, this Philly team so complete. They got mid-range action. They got three-point shooters, as he said. Obviously, the inside game is going to be held down by Embiid. And then their defense is what, like number two? So the Celtics had to make up for all that somewhere. And on the offensive end of the floor, they didn't do much to challenge or even make it hard on Philly to get those stops. And really, like without Fournier out there, it looked like the old Celtics from before the deadline, going straight line, downhill, attack, pick and roll. They didn't have any rollers without are, Rob out there. So they, it was just Tatum isolation. Sloppy, sloppy well, passes, lazy Let me passes. ask you guys, though, are they that fragile or mentally weak or like that, that they can't remember? I mean, it was so obvious. It wasn't just Fournier. It was an obviously bad competition, but it was a, ah, we need to move the ball and we need to play mm-hmm. this way well, they did, they, score. It was, uh, it was yeah. It was back to Grant. It was back to Shemi. Like they're, they're thin. The starters, so when one guy but, goes down, it's but the starters it's right back I mean, to that stuff. I mean, John. Yeah, I think I think there's a little bit of that because remember what we said before. It's like if they get out to the slow start, you sort of know how that story going to end, right? Whether it's a big comeback or not, it's going to be an L at the end of the day. And I got those vibes in that first quarter. When the Philadelphia 76ers are going downhill the way they are, I feel like the Boston Celtics just get beside themselves and they stray from the game plan. Whereas, and especially in that first quarter where, where Jalen was, I don't want to call it hero ball, but he was taking matters into his own hands. And, and, I, and I thought that the Celtics just never, they never really found the right flow because there were always a couple of steps behind on defense. And that it's like they killed themselves or they, or they, they kicked themselves over and over when they start stacking up turnovers and, and seeing the other team get to the free throw line so many damn times. And then come to complaining to the referees. I mean, it's like, it's like the ongoing uh, pattern at this point. But I just thought, I guess the Philadelphia 76ers, like, again, we've been saying it this whole time. They should have lost by 25 points. I mean, this team is that tough. They they smell blood, you know? I mean, so to your point, I, I think they are in their own heads a, a bit. But I guess a team like the Philadelphia 76ers, they know when the Celtics are rattled. And they just kept on going, especially in that third quarter. They got Rob Williams back into foul trouble, back on the bench. And and, and Danny Green started, you know, continue made a couple more threes. Uh, what was it? Thibault, you mentioned, Sherrod. But there was another person that came up. Who was it? Oh, Seth Curry hit one. I mean, everyone sort of taking turns Danny here. Green, but it was just overall – yeah, Danny Green had like momentum. three in a row. Something. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he he couldn't miss one in the first half. Yeah, my thing is that was still an advantage for Boston though. They came out, I think it was like seven to one in that first period threes, and then Boston still ended up having a really good three point shooting night. So they need to produce more of those. They need more quality ones. I mean, how many did they shoot on Sunday? Fifty. They're down to 34 tonight. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you're and right. That, and that, that gap gets filled by turnovers and but as just said, possessions. There wasn't enough inside-outside sort of stuff. They didn't get into the paint. They weren't able to drive and kick. They weren't to create. They weren't able to create space for themselves. It felt like a lot of these shots were contested all night. And even when they did have open looks, they were, they were closing out really quick. So credit some to Philly. I'm going back to the thing you said earlier, Bobby, as well. The bench obviously is the killer here because that's where Philly took off and raced away to that 21-2 run there and then just kind of you know put their lights out 
Um, and you can't run those rotations because you're already deep in your bench with Rob in foul trouble and you're playing Cornette way out of his rotation. You didn't have Fournier. So they were already a mess there. But then the problem was everyone else seemed to get depressed and sulky and sad after that and then showed no fight. They're like, well, think, here we think go. Think of what tomorrow is going well, to look like. This one's over. No we no lost. The bench sucks. I'm going <laughs> to dribble a little and not look at these you know, guys. Yeah. You know what? You guys didn't give us better players. We're supposed yeah. to get better players. Now, where are my good players? Romeo? was in the game for six minutes and nobody even Romeo got the Neesmith treatment tonight like yeah, nobody even looked at him but are they know? wrong like, yeah I mean... but he's working hard on defense though he's working he's hard working on defense his, though, he's so. working his butt off there was the uh this is the end i mean another another you think think they're gonna set him up for plays after he's been he's been out all season john no it's just like i said is it gets into the uh, yeah i'm not i'm not dealing with these losers here you know like another adversity game yeah that brad you know even brad's called out the team basically said like you know we haven't stepped up whenever we face adversity so right it's just uh, whatever If, if if they go in great if not so be it. That's that. That's the kind of vibe you get. Which and sucks. think of what tomorrow is going to be like with no Kemba yeah. and probably no Fournier. Yeah. So that could get ugly. Can we just say what the hell is going on with COVID in this team? What is going on with COVID in this team? Oh, Why I mean, no, Jimmy, are they Jimmy, missing what? so many games due to COVID? Jimmy. Let's not act like they're the only team in the NBA. I mean, damn, they're half of Toronto's roster. Nah, Dude, they're they're, they're, they're like by <laughs> far. They're like by far the worst. Rod, they're plus yeah. tw- they're plus twenty games missed over the second place team. It's not even close. Like yeah, there are other teams there. that are bad. They're plus twenty over the next team, which is Dallas. So yeah, I that's hate, been I, that's been weighted by Thompson I, and Romeo, though. I hate ex- you're, you're right. I hate excuse making. It has but this been, but one Bobby, they've ridiculous. all missed time. They're all missed time. It feels like at some yeah. point. I yeah. Mean, 48 twice now? Yeah, I don't get it. I was starting to think that Tristan Thompson just took a break and went to Cali, but he's here. Like, you know, he's at the bench. Dude, there's like rumors <laughs> remember, that like remember we didn't see him. Now? We didn't see him anywhere for like two weeks. At least now he's back with the team. So I'm like, okay, what's going on here? I saw I, I see you. You're in front of me. You're in uniform. Right. What's up? He's gonna jump into a Pierce Instagram soon and we'll be like, all right, yep. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, I can't tell you the COVID is oh, something. That's a new else, podcast, sorry. If something like that happens in the playoffs to any team, I mean that that is the COVID is the equalizer, right? I mean it's well they'll yeah. all be vaccinated. They'll all be vaccinated by that. Well, we said this about this team coming into the year. We looked at sure. their depth and said if if a COVID thing happens this year, this team's screwed. They don't have yeah. any depth. Yeah. Every and time that's exactly what happened. True. Like but, two weeks into the season, it happened. But it happens. Teams every, like every Brooklyn, teams like Philly, they were way more positioned to deal with this because of their benches and their depth and all that stuff. This team can't deal with the absence of anyone. It is, mm-hmm. They're that uh, fragile. Small room for yeah. error. Very small room for error for they they have. Yeah. yeah. It's just, man, it's like every game you, you're holding your breath that three guys aren't out on COVID protocol. And it's like you look at other teams and they've got, you know, a handful of games total all year. But for whatever reason. The Fournier one's weird. And you wonder what's going to weather here or what? I don't know what it is. But. <laughs> you wonder what's going to come around the corner from that, too. If, like, you know, the gap between the positives there, like, who knows what happened? And could there be more around the corner in that sense? That's what I'd be worried about. Yeah. I'm back to tanking. Oh no. yeah. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to see Bobby's face. We just needed I, one. I know you're I know you're one week away. You're one week away. I, I'm not far. Well they're they're listen, all joking aside, they're now they're they're game below five hundred still. You know, they're kind of floundering around five hundred no, here. That's that's always going on, Jimmy. Yeah, that's 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 been for about a month now. I know, that's but the new norm. Like, everyone's waiting for them to go on a run, but here we are. They're I mean, they're they're game and a half back of four though. So 
it's it's all relative. Yeah. Great. And guys, Jimmy and guys, is don't not sleep. leaving Happy Island. He will. Oh, Bobby's not leaving Happy Island. No, he's yeah, not leaving. Bobby, yeah, I was gonna say. No, and, and also, guys, don't sleep on New York tomorrow night. This is their NBA Finals. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, they could whoa, really whoa, 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 try to whoa, bump whoa. themselves into way. a playoff into a playoff spot here. And not to mention, as fragile as this team is, can they take an, uh, another L from the New York Knicks on the second night of a back to back? Will this turn into? Well, they can. Hold on, hold on, though. Hold on, though. Will this, turn into, will. Will, will this turn into what was Brad Stevens thinking and trying to, you know, still win this game with three minutes left down by 15? I don't know. We'll see. Oh, no. I mean, listen, these guys. Get ready for that conversation. It might happen. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of wild while they were still in the game, but I mean. That was wild. They yeah. Gotta, they got to be in shape enough to, to go tomorrow. I mean, really. I, I thought wild. Brad was going to spank these guys. We talked about this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it. I was surprised he didn't pull him closer. I mean, they got it to 11 with a couple minutes left, and it was like, there, you know, maybe there was a snowball's chance in hell that, you know, they hit a few shots like Bobby was praying They, they for, got but... to 11, and then Green hit that three, and exactly. it was over. Like, right away. Yeah, and that was it. And that was the end of it. But it's one of those games, man. I, I it was a know. sobering game. That's the word I used. I mean, it was just one of those games where like, oh, okay, yeah, this this is what I remember remember seeing. Not, not you know, the last couple games where they were whipping the ball around and hitting, you know, 10 threes in a row like obviously that was not gonna last like Fournier is just not gonna miss a shot for the rest of his career and you know like I, I if Fournier plays tonight maybe we're, maybe it's a different story you know I mean I'm yeah again it's it's not so much about Fournier like coming out and hitting seven threes every night it's about him moving the ball comfortably right. being able to get into the yeah. paint and open up other guys more it's about what these guys do when Ojale's in the game Grant these kind of guys it's it's like stand in the corner and catch and shoot Pritchard, yep. to some degree, too, has trouble getting involved on the ball when he's mixed in with some starters. So, like, these young guys were not good enough to jump in with the starters. And I know, like, John, you look at it and say, why aren't they passing these guys more? I mean, these guys have had a whole entire season to develop, grow, step up, really become stable rotation players on this team. And through 50 games, none of them checked the box. Wait, so which, they had of, which of them and how were they, they going to do that exactly? Well, I don't know. Like, you want them to keep passing to these guys throughout the flow of the game. Like, Romeo. What's Romeo yeah. supposed to do if they keep well, Bobby, firing it to Bobby, him? That's going to help themselves. Like, you know, you're going to get that ball better. They've like, tried, though. The I, I thought early they in this game they were hitting guys. No, it's, it's, it's very inconsistent. It's very yeah. inconsistent. And Jalen, you think Jalen's doing that right now? <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, Jalen's like, it's all me, or I'm going I'm to check yeah. out and, and, you know, play a little defense on the side. Let me know when you need me again. Mm-hmm. That's not engaging. Bobby, it's not. He has to engage yeah. everybody. No, yeah, this, I agreed. This is the, you need the, them. You need something. You need. You, you gotta work. You, you need. It's it, uh, the other thing is uh, is proven to not work. So why why continue doing it? What's every single time you get dribble, 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 shot my ball, your ball, your shot, my shot, they lose every time. Every time. Every so, time. So why 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 would we ever advocate for it? Shemi Ojale and Peyton Pritchard broke a record, a shooting record at TD Garden from that, from that, from that kind of play, Bobby. <laughs> like, yeah, fair enough. Like I mean, that could happen. I mean, I'm not obviously we're not gonna expect them to drop nine. No, and that's that's true. Night. They usually give the ball back, guys. They usually give it back. It's 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 not like at the play. Like if I give it to my little brother, he's gonna run away with it and never give it no. to me. They almost Joel, always pass it back. Joel always got it back. <laughs> That's a fair point. Shemmy's had a much better three-point shooting year. 
Pritchard has certainly had an outstanding three-point shooting year. So maybe you do funnel a little opportunity toward those guys in particular. But the thing is, aside from Pritchard, those aren't guys who are going to keep moving the ball through themselves. They're just going to lock, load, and fire in those spots. And we've seen Shemi have some like two or seven games, two or nine games here or there. And, uh, you know, when Tatum and Brown are passing up those shots, that has to get discouraging for them. Bottom line, man. Everybody got to play better when you get an opportunity yeah. to play. I mean, that, that, that's for me, that's the frustrating part of where we're at right now. The young guys have had more than enough opportunities to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And when I say figure this out, I mean, figure out what they can do to help the team be more successful. You, you, when you're out there with Tatum and Brown, more times than not, your job isn't to take shots. It's to close out defensively, get rebounds, make hustle plays. Do something that at the end of the day, even if it doesn't appear as a positive on a stat sheet, when you get in that back room and you guys are going over video, that play that you made is going to stand out. Remember what Neesmith was doing? Yeah. Yeah. And and to me, I'm at the point now where I don't give a damn whether these young guys make shots, but make effort plays. Do something that shows that you have some clue as to how you can help this team we know Tatum Tatum can make shots we know Jalen can make shots but what 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 are the guys who aren't at that level offensively doing what are you bringing to the table great that was a a slow slow walk from Jason Tatum yeah he's bumming he's bumming guys he's bumming oh you just watched him good for him good for him well you should I hope hope he is this is what's frustrating though it's okay to get beat because it's going to happen sometimes. Right. It's not okay to go out there and 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 absolutely, and but al- but also just absolutely forget what it is you're supposed to be doing, and 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 just yeah. to continue to fall back into these patterns. This is what's so frustrating with this team. Again, this is why it's these fools' gold wins. You have back-to-back wins where, as we said, they had 35 and 29 assists, and everything is humming, and you're whipping the ball around, and it looks good. Then you play a team that absolutely you cannot beat with isolation, okay? They're very quick. It's just not a team that you can do that. And what do they do? They fall back into the pattern of playing isolation ball. It makes no sense to me. It may, it's it's You talk about Rob Williams' lack of discipline, not being able to stay on his feet and try to play and beat straight up because he had to in order to stay in the game. Well, it's the offensive player's lack of discipline to completely go away from that and fall into these habits thinking I, we need a bucket i gotta do this i don't know if it's i don't think it's selfishness i think they think that's the way to impact the game when things aren't going well well i'll just take it and try to beat my guy and you just see it i mean the the dribble it's jalen with that friggin between the legs dribble 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 dribble, dribble just dribbles it right out of bounds like yeah, he did that. Yeah. There is no need for that in this game at all. Mm-hmm. Really, really ever. Yeah, but the thing how is, about, when, how about the other one though? When he uh, he literally dribble, dribble, dribble yeah. into a triple team. Oh, there's three seconds left. Where's Tatum? Yeah. He leaves his feet. Tatum is way. He thinks he's at the three point line, but Tatum is closer than he thinks. Tosses it out of bounds. Yeah. Too much of it. It's frustrating. Yeah. That's what's frustrating. So it was a bailout pass. It's like I'm stuck. Yeah. Okay, now I'm gonna give it to Tatum. Yeah, it's, it's not there it's anymore, not like man. broken records. It's just, it's yeah. a killer. It's a killer to keep watching. It's like, ugh, you know, wouldn't you rather go down? Wouldn't you feel better about the game if they whipped the ball around and just missed a bunch of threes because they ended up, you know, you ended up having a lot of Grant and semi shot. Just open shot. Yeah, but shots. they were open, yeah. you know, and then and then the right. ball gets back to those guys. Uh, you know, it, you'd feel a that little better about it. Early. That, that was yeah. the formula early, and I think yeah. that's why they produced a lot of three-point shots early in that it was first early. quarter. And, you just, and then – you know, yep. what was it, 25-24 after one? So, again, mm-hmm. I looked at this game. Philly was 
you know, kind of passive and beads just in his second game back. He was shooting a lot of jumpers and I saw a pathway to victory here, but they just didn't grasp it. They didn't have a single run for the rest of the game. And they, they really didn't even adjust all that much again, back to this Brown thing. And I know, Joe Sway seems to think that he, he took himself out of the game a little bit, but I also think Tatum was just running into a brick wall again and again with that Simmons thing that John mentioned. And at some point you have to adjust there and say, Simmons has a little bit of a wrap on this guy. Can we take advantage of Brown on the ball? Uh, can we get Kemba some more looks? Can these guys take over as lead facilitators? Because for Tatum, it was not working. There wasn't an opening there. And Simmons just Whiteout kind of has his number these last two years when he when they've gone one-on-one. -on -one. I know it hasn't been a ton of games, but if you look at last year in particular, it was a similar story. I think it was like 5 of 16 shooting for Tatum when Simmons was guarding him. So it's just not a formula for success to be running into that and embracing that as the matchup, especially when Rob goes down and you can't use screen action yeah. to get him off you and stuff like that. Like You just can't do the same thing with Cornette and others. Uh, did we like anything tonight uh, outside of Taco? I like, I like Brown Starrett. I, I like I Romeo. Like I like Romeo. Yeah. Romeo did have a good good run there too, defensively. What, what do we like? Because, again, defensively he's showing for sure. He's stepping in front of people That's and it. taking charges. That's not easy to do, John. Yeah. My, my guy I has like what? He has like 70 minutes under his belt? I mean, I'm exaggerating, but, you know, I'm not that far off. Like, he doesn't have a whole lot of reps. So, uh, I like that. that. That never scared attitude. You know, it makes me think about what Kemba said Um uh, when it's his first game back, saying this guy will definitely help us in the in the future. He is trying to figure out how to help this team, and the more I watch him play, the clearer it becomes he can do things that no one else either can do or is doing that help you win games. Now, did they win? No, of course not. But he's doing the best that he can do in the role that he's being given to play, and that's all you want from these guys. Right. What do you do well? Do that consistently. He's and, and Romeo to me right now of, of all those young guys he, again he's slowly but surely working his way back into the mix but I like what I'm seeing in those few minutes he's out on the floor he's actually you can envision the things that he's doing helping you win games down the road once he gets that stamina and that win back to where he can play longer stretches. I'm trying to think of something that I liked from this game and I'm having difficulty. Other than the I fact mean, that the game I think was we're finally like, over we're Jimmy. like really reaching to say how much we liked Romeo and I think he was fine. But, but like it didn't stand out to me. But the I'm only thing I like about it, Jimmy, is the same thing I liked last game, which is Brad's obviously I was actually yeah. He's obviously looking to work him in. Mean, he came in early. He came in yeah, at the seven-minute mark. Yeah, that's what mark. surprised me. And he made it more minutes than I thought he would. I thought he'd go five in yeah. this one. He made it 14. Yeah, so he yeah. did um, – He play, I mean, look, and again, he, Brad said he was going to play two six- or seven-minute stretches in the first game back, and he did – and tonight he did – again, he's not obviously involved at all in the offense, and right now he it's just He hasn't played defensive. since September. Which is fine. That's the whole point. I'm not. It's yeah. not. A, it's not a knock. I actually defense is what's going to get you on the court for Brad Stevens and for the Celtics here, and he can obviously play it. And so at this point, you want to see can he unlock any of that offensive potential? Can he get the confidence to put the ball on the floor a little bit? It, it, if you can create an extra option out there, obviously it takes away pressure from some guys. Uh, if you have to actually be concerned that Romeo might be able to beat his guy off the dribble, if you're playing a three-wing lineup and he's out there, maybe he's got a mismatch. Maybe he can score some. I want to see him look for some shots and some opportunities eventually. It might be early yet, but again, that's, I think, the hope with a guy like Romeo is. This is a guy who isn't – he's not meant to be semi-Ogelet or he's not – 
right. you didn't draft him 14 overall just to come in and play defense. You drafted him because he has an offensive skill set that you felt could translate to the NBA level. Right. He just hasn't played enough games. As, 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 as Sherrod said when this when it was started, what, what game number was this for him overall? Wait, wait. Two, three? No, I mean, for, for his career. <laughs> Oh, okay. no, two, three for his career. Like two, three? Yeah. <laughs> You're not far off. I mean, he barely played his rookie year either. Does yeah, he remind yeah. you anyone, Sherrod? Like, is anyone we can even project him to, like, possibly be at this point? You know who I think? I mean, they're different kind of players, but I, I get a similar vibe from them. Avery Bradley. Avery, Avery. I've been saying that. Thank you. Just a, a guy that when you look at what he has physically going for him, uh, he, he, can, he can help you from really right now defensively. And I think if you put him in a situation where he's running the court and you're finding him on those cuts to the baskets and, and running along the baseline, doing a lot of those intangible things that you don't, when you're scouting the Celtics, you're not looking for that. I think he can help you get yeah. you some easy buckets here and there, but he needs to play. You know, Avery I mean, he, Brad, yeah, no, so go ahead, Shard, sorry. No, and, and, and just to answer your question, he's played in a whopping 33, 34 games. So, yeah, wow. um, what's, what's which is you, more than I thought, actually, to be honest with you. You mentioned uh, Bradley. What's interesting him there, too, Sherrod, is Bradley, what's fun, you knew, everyone knew of Bradley what you saw his first game as a first year as a pro where he looked tentative. He was afraid to put the ball in the ground. He would just hide out, um, you know, at the three point line. And eventually he started kind of doing his little back doors and uh, running the right. baseline and stuff and getting his buckets. But um, he was much like Romeo and absolutely crushed, like, massive prospect entering college like he was one two high school prospect he got hurt so much yeah. John Wall. and he got yeah. hurt yes he and wall one two you know yeah. avery yeah. bradley was a very highly considered player but what you saw early on didn't look like the type of guy that was you know mr basketball and it's kind of the same with romeo romeo was the shit coming out of high school you know like and you there was a couple things in Indiana and he got hurt and he's never gotten things rolling, but I think it's a really excellent comp almost across the board. Um, they might be able to attack. They might be able to impact the games offensively in different ways when their career is all said and done. But right now, right. Romeo needs to get a little bit more feel going, you know, for, for, for the NBA game. Uh, before we transition again, I do want to mention one more time and we are mentioning it a lot. You'll see the little, graphic up in the corner and you'll see the uh down below um we are sponsored now by locker room rest of the season all the way through the playoffs if there are playoffs um uh and all playoffs. the way through oh, play man. <laughs> there better be playoffs. something else early vacation they'll be We're, fine they'll be in a playoff if there if, uh, for the, maybe for, a play in tournament for the, game for the one game play in tournament right that'll be exciting but um, again, letting everybody know in the chat again, this is uh, the Locker Room app. If you haven't downloaded it already, we've been telling you the whole show, download it. What it's going to allow you to do is to join the chat with us. Again, this is uh, an audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download. Go to your iOS um, you know, uh, download store and just uh, – Download it for free. It takes 10 seconds. Uh, link up your Twitter. And what we're going to do is uh, you know, create your profile uh, and follow us. Follow me. Follow Sherrod Blakely. Follow Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning, uh, everybody here on the Garden Report, Josue Pavone. We're going to go live after every game on Locker Room. We're going to obviously do our show, but then we're going to take the chat over there. Sherrod and I are going to be leaving about 10 minutes to take the chat over to Locker Room. So you can enter the room now. It's going to be open gonna shortly. We're going to take the negativity somewhere else. Yeah, right. And we're going to let Bobby here. Bobby's going to read the rest of his Rob Williams like, sucks speech. This would be like therapy for, for you Celtics fans. Come on, trust me, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Vent it. Let it all out. 
so yeah, we're gonna put a yeah. link up. We're gonna put a link here in the in the chat, and you guys will see it. Um, and we, that's gonna be the link to our room that you can go into right away. So we're gonna hang out a little bit longer here. Um, I believe the room was just launched, so I believe someone's yep. gonna enter it into the chat shortly. Sherrod and I are gonna head over. We will continue the chat. We want to hear from you guys too. Uh, it is an opportunity for you guys to have your voices heard uh, alongside us. So if you want to talk to us, and then the other guys are gonna join us um, as yeah. we go. Um, so guys, again, uh, other thoughts on this game. And again, we are looking for sunny spots. You know, I know Honestly, we mentioned like taco. I'm, it's really hard, I right? Can. I know. Yeah. Usually I can. I already mentioned taco. That probably would have been it. But honestly, like I'm going up and down the, the stats and just from what I saw tonight, I mean, there's just really not a lot that jumps out that like, I would honestly was like super pumped about. I mean, you look, you look at, you look at the Sixers. I guess you look at what they did on on both ends of the court. I th I thought they limited Tobias Harris. I mean, if you want to you want to go somewhere with that, I didn't think that he really got going at all tonight. And he's been a player for them that's kind of been their X factor all year and kind of the difference maker. You know, seeing him and him and Doc, you know, back together again. I think Doc's kind of unlocked him a bit. And you know, Tobias Harris was thought of as as a contract that was just a, you know a horrible signing and yeah, thirty on that, that they weren't going to be able to get out from underneath of and. He's really turned it around this season and become a player that you know they really depend on. And oftentimes, I think he's the difference maker in a lot of these games. I mean, he wasn't tonight, and Bede kind of carried the load from start to finish. But I think, especially if you know you're not getting that type of performance performance out of Embiid, Harris has been a guy that's really came up for them. So I thought I thought the Celtics did well, um, you know, limiting him. Whether that was you know Smart, Tatum, Brown, whoever was on him at at those points, you know, credit to them for that. But you know, after that, you know, you're really digging, digging kind of deep to try to take some silver linings out of this one. Well, you limit him, but then you let Danny Green go off for 17. Exactly. Six yeah. or seven shooting. So it's like. And he had hey, some open ones, did... too. They were, yeah. they were giving him wide open shots, which I thought. Which was, makes no sense tough. in the world. No, not, not really. Him <laughs> and Curry were getting some wide open shots. It was wild. So that should never be the move. Nope. The two guys that they specifically want to take three. No. Right. Pointers. It was the only scouting report on those the, guys. They're looking like, at the others like, you guys know this one. That's why we're here. That's why they like, brought you, us. You, you know that's that's why we're getting these checks, right? That's <laughs> yeah. I badly want to pick that. Green. I badly want to pick that team out of the East, and I doubted them coming in, and they proved me wrong in such a dramatic way that. And I've been impressed by Embiid so much too that I'd love to see that team reach the finals and play whoever comes out of the West, but. uh and I think that Embiid matchup is going to be a problem for the Nets as well. But now the Nets get Durant back. They're even more loaded than we could have imagined coming in this year. I thought they were a problem in their original incarnation. And now they've added even more to the equation. I still think it's Brooklyn's conference, but Philly definitely poses some matchup issues to make that an interesting series if it ultimately comes to that. And yeah, hopefully Embiid stays healthy. That was a scary injury when it first happened. It looked a lot worse than it ultimately was. You seem mm -hmm. so concerned with Joel Embiid, Bobby. I'm starting to question your allegiance here. Uh, is, is it, we've we've migrated from Toronto to Philly now. Well, I no, mean, he wants to see he, he wants to see uh, Tristan Thompson out there. He wants them to get more reps against him. That's what. That would have been great tonight, and I said, "Oh that, yeah, what, boy, would that have been fun, exciting, <laughs> boy." The the Tristan Thompson. Embiid matchup is what I really need to see tonight. We already saw him get worried. I mean, I, I'll tell you what, Embiid the probably, was open for man. Em, you know? Embiid was probably. I mean, um, Thompson was probably cleared. He's probably like, you know what, guys, let's just give it one more. Game. Let's, just, let's give it one more. I'm, yeah, feeling, a little, I'm feeling a little. Uh, feeling a little lightheaded. Why don't we just wait until the next game tomorrow? 
<laughs> no, but this is that this is that East gap. Even if even if Boston gets up to four and works that first round matchup, the elite class of the East is in a league of their own. Those top three there, Milwaukee, Philly, Brooklyn. They're playing a different kind of game right now. They are. I saw um Harden's gonna miss some time now with uh but it doesn't Damn matter straight. because amazingly the Nets can win games when they're missing really good players. The Celtics right. can't you miss have... it when Celtics Lamarcus... can't win a single game when they're even missing a oh, guy. Come on, Marcus had like twenty five and twelve the other night. They can't win a game when they're missing a guy they acquired a week ago. <laughs> they didn't even have him a week ago. Now it's an excuse. Oh, right. Rob, he's Rob was out too. Yeah, I Falling know, out. but still, like, what's the excuse now? This guy that we didn't have a week ago, we're without him now, and we can't win. Like, my God, <laughs> you played forty-five games without him. Yeah, you're moving this goalposts out. They were a team that couldn't win these kind of games. Period. Before they acquired Fournier, then well, they, they showed to they, be a different version of themselves over the weekend. They're four and three since the trade deadline. Okay, they, I mean, what? They're yeah. They're, yeah so, and they played mean, three games against G League teams. Yeah, yeah, Oklahoma I mean, City, Charlotte, Houston. I don't care about these wins. Like, this is the same team before and after at this point. We got to hey, see something here. You could do a lot worse than those teams, John. Come on. I mean, it, it is, I mean there's, there's some truth to it. I mean, they, they they did dismantle those teams. But I mean, you obviously had Charlotte without, you know, any of their good players, uh, any of their scores. But they did take care of business. And it was the way that they – again, it was the style in which they won. They look good, yeah. Yeah. but it's, so the it's style, like, yeah. Is it like, okay, is that just because of the level of play from the opponent? Or is that because they actually – like something kind of clicked and Fournier was, you know, a real big part of it? I think it's a little bit of both. You know, you'd like to see that style of play carry over against a good team. You know, but again, you know, when Fournier goes out, and again, he might be out tomorrow and, you know, Kemba's out, it's just hard to get the true – identity of this team post trade deadline so i don't i don't know when we're going to actually see it if it's going to be too late and these guys you know well you know this lineup has only had you know 18 minutes of playing your time in the regular season well and that's like how many different excuses are, are we going to have for these guys not being able to all get on the court together at the same yeah. time you know coming down the coming down the final stretch here well that's a problem because the they're probably the way this year is going they're probably not going to have the full ensemble come playoff time so that's certainly an issue yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to wrap for myself here and I'm going to let you guys know. Sherrod and I are going to migrate. Um, Sherrod, if you haven't clicked over, uh, join the room uh, and let your let your followers know we're going to we're heading over to the locker room in a minute. But I wanted to get final yeah. takes here and again, let everybody know. Well, here. Hopefully there's no glitches in our locker room because we had one in pregame. That right? will be fine, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy. About the <laughs> just making sure. I just let people Jimmy. know ahead of time. Jimmy made it seem like the room was on fire. Hold on. Jimmy, I'm going to no, yeah. mute Jimmy for a second. Okay, there it is. Well, I'm a little worried about Jimmy right now. Yes, I oh, have a mute. Jimmy, Jimmy, you got to flip out right now. That's when you got to freak out. Yeah. You swearing. Okay. <laughs> you, you would think this is a real room and Jimmy's trying to control who's in there and what yeah. the temperature is. And... Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, we're going to let you in here, but I need you to say nice things, okay? All I was going to say, I wanted to let them know that if it did happen, that we, you know, not to like bomb out, but just wait because that's what happened. We, everyone kind of came back and it was good after that. Yeah. So like, and that's... if you do run into a problem and yes, right now it's, it's a, it's a, it's an, it, it really is a mobile app and it's more Apple friendly, uh, but that could be worked on right now. So I know some people in the chat are saying they're having a tough time downloading it. Um, uh, but um, as I said, you guys can hang out here as well. These guys are going to continue talking for a little bit, but those who want uh, want to join us and chat, uh, myself or Sherrod, we will be heading over uh, in a couple of minutes. Sherrod, any 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 final words for the fine folks here? 
let's just get through tonight and keep moving. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm tired of talking about this game. They got their asses kicked. I am too. It's a tough um, one. It's a tough one. I, I wish they competed more because I mean, you, you don't expect them to win these games, but you want them to keep compete a little bit more. And I just didn't think they competed as well as they should have, even being shorthanded. Yeah. I would agree at that point. All right, I'm going to hand this room over to uh, to the other guys. We're going to take off, and uh, we will see you guys over on Locker Room, guys. Uh, so hop over there now. we got a couple dozen people waiting for us already, so we're going to get over there and join the chat. We'll see you guys. Guys, continue the show here. Have fun. Okay, Sounds we're going to continue. We all agree that we're done. All right, to, fellas. We all agree that we're done. That's the craziest to... thing you've ever done in your life. Tell us right now. <laughs> Can we be done with this game? Because I wanted to talk about this ESPN list that came out today. Oh yeah, yeah so what's, right. what's, um, yeah, I saw that. You were pissed the, off about it. This, this, this is, no, on? I'm not pissed off. I just think it's interesting. This would be a good way to close the show. I think you know it'll give us a little something to talk about. So ESPN came out with their 25 players under 25. No, go the other way. Hey. I, don't like way. I don't like. <laughs> I knew you didn't oh. like that one. 25. Either one is cool with me under 25 and a couple Celtics made the list. Obviously everyone's not surprised to hear that. However, half the team's under 25. Our boy, Jason Tatum was put at number five. He's down two spots from last year. He was number three last year. There are two, two new guys ahead of him now. And Jalen Brown comes in at number 12, which is fair. Well, you know, we can rifle off the whole list if we want, but so the top five and Jason Tatum is five. Luca's number one. Zion Williamson's number two. Those two guys were ahead of... I'm going to throw it up on the screen, but I keep reading it. Perfect. Those two guys were ahead of of um, Tatum last year. You get two new guys. LaMelo Ball comes in at number three. What? Three? A lot of people are questioning if that's a little too soon for that. Oh, uh, ESPN. They're so effective. LaMelo Ball comes in at number three, and I thought an interesting one. They but... always do that with names, though, right? I mean, yeah, LaMelo or... I guess. You know, Ben Simmons, they just get, they yeah. get all, they're all about the hype, man. This list is based off three people, three writers, I think, right? It's not like a comprehensive, you know, 30 people. Right, but it's, it's an indication of how the, sure. the, how, how the Celtics are perceived in the national, you know. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, like, and listen, LaMelo Ball was, you know, he was, he was playing his way to rookie of the year. I think everybody would agree. Um, but to just throw him up at number three seems maybe a little bit premature. Uh, but he's at three. Donovan Mitchell coming in at number four, which, um, you know, obviously. I'm not mad the, at that. No, the Jazz are having an unreal season, and he's playing, you know, he's leading that, you know, he's That's one of the guys leading the way over there. That's the first person I was thinking of that, that because you said there's two new people this year. I thought he was, he was probably based definitely Based on projections, guys. It's not just based on where they are. It's exactly. Well, yeah, even, even point, when you think it, when you look at what they did last year during the playoffs, I mean, get I, I get it. They, they didn't get to the, you know, to the finals, but, you know, to come back. The way they did in the series, uh, I don't know. I, I just think, I think that'll be Mitchell. No? Yeah, I'm pulling up now. All right, so while you pull it up, I'm gonna I'm gonna rifle through the top ten here. So Tatum's at five, Darren Fox at six, Ben Simmons, who we saw tonight at seven, Devin Booker at eight. Which there you go, perfect. I mean, it's okay that you guys can't see me. You don't need to see me. That's sure. <laughs> <laughs> Devin Booker at I mean, you guys can. Oh, look at this. Bam at hey, nine. Hey, just way yeah, gone. <laughs> Bam at nine. No, it's all good. I'll be like, hey. <laughs> no, you there. You still there. Bam oh, at I, nine. I know what we and, can do. Uh, we, have, we have options here. Oh, now I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go back. You can block me for a minute. Little debate we had, little debate we had last week, and Bobby Bobby got a little got a little uh, defensive about it, I think, while we were having it. But we talked about that, you know, the, the 
the youngest, best tandem in basketball. And the debate was after the Pelicans game, it was, you know, Williamson and Ingram versus Tatum and Brown. And as you can see here, it's very close. I mean, I, I, you know, Williamson has the edge over Tatum and, and Ingram has the edge over Brown. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, those guys are, are pretty comparable, Ingram, Ingram and Brown. So, you know, based on this list, you know, they're giving the edge to New Orleans, which is where I went with it. And I think that's where John went with it. Josue, I forget which way you went with it, but I think, but I know Bobby went Celtics. You mean, yeah. What, Tatum, um, Tatum and Brown. No, 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 no. And... I went, I went Celtics, but I, I said because to me, Zion's still incomplete. You know, you put that it's list up tough. there again, Bobby, if you want. Zion, right. Zion's still incomplete. I mean, this year is really significant. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. Maybe at the end of this year, we can, we can really have that conversation. Yeah, we can. Sure. I mean, it is projecting. I, I again, I think it comes down to Zion because I think a lot of NBA GMs, rightfully so, are you know goo goo gaga over the over the kid and I right. mean, the way he's playing right now. Again, I think it's just the only thing that's going to stop Zion is Zion. I think it's just his health. But um, right, if all if all goes as planned, yeah, yeah, I, I give the I give the yes to those guys. But you know, Tatum dropping down to five. You know, do you guys have any problem with the four, with the four players ahead of him, Bobby? I'll start with you. So I, the tricky thing here is, yeah, we can say this is projection, and these guys are gonna go to the moon. And Tatum was at that point at one spot. If we imagine this list in like 2017, don't you think Tatum would firmly be one because of all the hype surrounding him and the freshman year he had and that trip to the East Finals? Because there's so much unknown after that mm-hmm. great first uh, taste of their, um, you know highlights right, right. and production and all that stuff so guys like zion ball you see at the top of this list uh who else is up here that's fairly young porter who we haven't seen a ton of trey finally starting to make a playoff push for the first time and even when you think of a guy like halliburton over collins who at this point is about to get a hundred million dollar deal allen yeah. who's a productive uh, center yeah, see, in this league. it's so hard to do the whole projection conversation because it's just like yeah because some guys because reach some, what they are and yeah, you're like all right this is pretty out. good right after yeah. a couple of years they'll fizzle out and that's yeah. what tatum's dealing with here versus zion right now if you had to take right now tatum or zion on the celtics in that position i, I gotta go tatum like he's just proven it in the spot he's taken the team the distance and i know we could say zion's already made it so far through you know, less than 82 games, I think it is in his career. And he might just zoom past Tatum, but we can't say that for sure just because of you the first 50 games sure. or whatever. I mean, that's the whole point of it. But I think you have to just right. take a look at what, take a look at, you know, but, what Zion possesses in terms of, you know, his skill and his athleticism is, you know, build. And I think, yeah, I think more GMs than, than not are going to take Zion over Tatum. I think, I think a lot more. I think the vast majority would take Zion over Tatum. And it's not really a knock on Tatum. I think it's more that a lot of GMs see Zion as, you know, a generational talent, you know, a a player that, you know, when it's all said and done, could be up there with some of the greats of the game based on... And I hate this. Regular season to be out second round... It, like this is that winner take this this like winner die mentality, and I know 2019 was disappointing, but let's let's put in the argument here with that some people have said like oh the Celtics get to the East Finals and then they lose. I mean 2020 was massively impressive from this team. 2018 was even more impressive given what they had. So in some seasons, in some contexts, the East Finals runs a, a mm-hmm. significant accomplishment, but. 
we're in a place with NBA dialogue now where you either win the championship or you're a fraud, like, which I don't yeah, think is healthy you, for, I don't think that's reached, healthy reached for, the, yeah. You reached the conference finals so many times. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's what happens. Let's toss up the locker room. Do you have the locker room? Um, yeah, we'll take this then... conversation in the locker room. I'm sure yes, John sir. and Sherrod will. I'm sure John Sherrod will have a take on this. John certainly yeah. will have a take on Zion versus Tatum. <laughs> Yo, I why saw... do I get the feeling? I get the feeling one of these nights, Nick's just going to be that guy who's on at like 2 a.m. Be like, guys, I had some great conversation with you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's going to yeah. be that dude. It's going to be let's, great. Let's, let's just say right off the bat that we, we can't. You know, we don't, we don't, Nick doesn't speak for us. So whatever, whatever the, whatever yeah, the rumor right, himself yo, Nick says in the clubhouse, that, that's specifically him. I uh, love Nick. They'll be, they'll be sliding into our mentions being like, yo, are you down with this guy? Like, you hear what he said last night? Like, oh, I don't, all right. <laughs> I, lo I love that Nick's holding out on this saying that they're shooting too many threes. He, he's just going to ride that to the end of the season. Uh, and you'll hear it certainly from him once he's in the locker room that the Celtics shoot too many threes. But this is our <laughs> new thing we're doing. Right. Uh, after, he's going to be pulling his after, hair out. <laughs> after every single game we're going to the locker room app it's available in the apple app store as well as joinlockerroom.com and we're going to invite you in with some of your takes some of your thoughts from the show it'll be like an overtime a bit for you guys to come in and critique stuff we said on here uh, bring your own takes and conversations to the table yep. and and you'll be able to get on and talk, which is like the around, old Celtics laugh, post game yeah. show. Joe Sway and I, we did a ton of those over the years. Oh man, it is sort of like that. Yeah, yeah. it is. That's true. So we're we're bringing it back to that a little bit here. We go. We've yep. gone a little bit over an hour, so we'll see you over there. Yeah, follow us on there, and you'll you know get notifications. Yeah, what are your names? Yo, catch me on my uh, uh, catch same, me on the Uber. Same I'm, as about my Twitter. I'm about to catch this Uber back, so I gotta I gotta I'll be there for a little while. So all right. So Jimmy underscore Toscano, I'm B-Man26, Josue Pavone. So follow Joe us Sway over Pavone. there. Yep. Join the room, and we'll get it started over there right now. Uh, John and Sherrod already got it going. So good night, guys. guys. Sixers win 106.96. We are headed over the locker room app, so join us there.